This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Saver, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have another mini episode side dish for you about weird holiday brand marketing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been mulling over what pun titles I will send for these. <laughs> but you know, we're like giving the gift of very our very morbid fascination with <laughs> brands and the things they try every time of year uh every time of year around the holiday season they're like well let's really throw our all into it and sometimes the results oftentimes i would say i just can't look away from i i they they take me aback (laughs) they make me question things (laughs) and it's it's fascinating i like we said which see our part one this is Mm -hmm. the second this was a two-parter our part one was mostly focused on beverages. Um, I just, uh, <laughs> I it was, I was when I was telling you about some of these things, I was brought to tears. Like it's just so funny yeah. and interesting to me. And I did want to clarify in this our part two because we didn't mention it in part one. We mentioned the tears a couple of yes. times. I don't think that we mentioned that they were uh, cry laughing tears. They were. Yes. I'm not going to say that they were tears of joy necessarily Mm -hmm. but they were happy related tears yes yeah it was because i was laughing so hard at what we teased (laughs) in that episode which i i guess i'll go ahead and ruin it for you but it was ranch on a branch i mean oh yeah no we 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 mentioned it there too yeah yeah yes and i couldn't stop laughing because it's ranch on a branch i don't know what to do with that information lauren (laughs) No, and I felt the same way. You you said yeah. it to me, and I was like, "Oh well, this is like what a time to be alive." <laughs> what a time to be alive. So yeah, none of the things we're talking about are currently sponsors. That is um, true. Yes, we have a whole dynamic ad system, which I'm happy to explain if anyone wants <laughs> details. <laughs> uh, but currently, we are not talking about them because they are sponsors. We are talking about them 
because they made a product. They've done that this fascinating thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes, and this is really just a sampling because since we put this together, which was never intended to be a two-parter, by the way, <laughs> I have found so many other items where I'm like, well. Well, we could talk about that, too. Like, this is just a thing. There's mm-hmm. so many interesting... We didn't even enter the world of candy. Oh, we didn't even no. enter the world of candy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if we miss any important <laughs> ones, please let us know. Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. Yes. But I suppose we should we should hop in. Yeah. So, yes, I guess we should hop in with our, uh, I don't know, our top, our top couple of food favorite holiday marketing items. Yeah. 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 So let's start with spam figgy pudding. Spam figgy pudding. Yeah. Let that sink in. Yeah. Because spam released a limited edition flavor of spam that is figgy pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you can see our spam episode. Uh I know we've talked about figgy pudding before. Oh, yeah. Uh, quite a bit in our fruitcake episode, actually. I, I went back and looked at that outline. Um, and yes, we talked pretty extensively about plum puddings and figgy puddings in that one. It could yeah. probably be its whole own episode, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, we've done an episode on Spam. Sure. <laughs> itself. So if you've listened to that episode, you know that Spam has done some shall we say, unique uh, flavors (laughs) in the past. No judgment, uh, but unique. Um, Like pumpkin spice. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so this year they went with Spam Figgy Pudding. And actually, Hormel, who's the company behind Spam, did research about this. Um, (laughs) I don't think it was very scientific, but (laughs) uh, their results were they found that only 69% of U.S. consumers actually knew what figging, figgy, what figgy pudding was, which I actually think that's higher than I would have guessed. <laughs> yeah, because I know. I mean, we've I've literally written about it, and I was like, "Wait, mm-hmm. what is that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just not something I I've like heard about it in a Christmas Carol. I don't know. Like I, I have a vague understanding of it, but it's not in my. Uh, everyday life, yeah. <laughs> or even my everyday holiday or, life. <laughs> sure, right, right, right. I, I, I do not believe I've ever consumed that product. So, mm-hmm. or, or similar related products, like, like no Christmas puddings have crossed my lips that I am <laughs> personally remembering. So, I have made a persimmon pudding, which I talked about. Ooh, right, that, right, right. Uh, yeah, which I really enjoyed. It was really nice. Um, I'm a big believer in the fruitcake has been maligned in a way that is not necessarily deserved. <laughs> Well, but okay, okay. So, uh, so in case you are in that that generous thirty one percent of Americans who isn't sure what this product is, um, a, a figgy pudding is a type of uh, boiled cake uh, that incorporates a lot of uh, dried fruits and usually a lot of brandy, and then you kind of make it ahead and let it sit for a few weeks. Everything sort of melds and becomes uh, hypothetically delicious. Sometimes when you're serving it, you set it on fire. Um, I'd say Ooh. that, uh, that, that figgy pudding is one of the more, more old fashioned kind of concepts within this, within this realm. Um, and that a mm. plum pudding or Christmas pudding is what that kind of evolved into. No figs need to be involved <laughs> technically, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, but if you're going to call it a figgy pudding, I guess you might as well. 
I mean, Figgy Pudding is a great name. We can all agree on that. Goodness, it really is. It really is. So Spam, uh, to, to, I guess, fit this flavor of profiles, spiced their product with, quote, cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, allspice, and cloves, fig and orange flavors, and other popular winter flavor profiles. Which I guess I kind of know generally what they're talking about, but I feel like they listed a lot of them right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what other ones there are, but uh, but, right, right, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, good flavors all around. Yes, but if you're still confused, (laughs) uh, the brand continued, quote, still asking, what is Figgy Pudding? The Spam brand has also created a soon-to-be classic animation and song to reintroduce consumers to this holiday treat. The brand has assembled all the classic holiday characters, including Santa, reindeer, elves, a yeti, and of course, the holiday hawk to sing, We Wish You a Figgy Christmas. Decked out on a stage inside of a snow globe, viewers will watch as these icons struggle to explain figgy pudding, but still just can't get past its delicious flavor. I've watched a solid two-thirds of this animation, and... yeah, I'm. I can't say that it. Exp- I I left with more questions than I began with. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe it all came together in that last third. And maybe it a did. Big you twist. Know, <laughs> maybe I did this to myself. Um. Yeah. But I I think I did this to myself either way. Um. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Anytime that a brand really leans into um, having a like like an like a mascot type figure that is the animal whose meat product the brand right. is selling, I'm always like, oh man, yeah, strong choice. I it's like pretty it. gnarly. Yeah, yeah. But- <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is a whole uh, video you can watch. They were yeah. really big about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the reactions to eating it. The product have been mixed. And also, (laughs) just a reminder, you know, if you like it, you like it. Good for you. I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, And some people did like it. But perhaps the kindest one I read that I thought was pretty funny called it kind of a surprise with an exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's an NPR article about it. And in that article, they mentioned that it is shelf-stable. In case of an apocalypse, and I can't stop thinking about that. I can't stop thinking about, like, a future generation being, like, so desperately hungry, and they're like, spam, biggie, pudding. Yeah. But, uh, you know? Uh, it, it sold out. Like, everything we're talking about, uh-huh. it sold out. It, it went, it's going for double the price on eBay last oh time I checked, which was, like, a week ago. So who knows? It could be even more by, by now. But <laughs> if anyone's tried it, let us know. Yes. Yes. Um. Okay. Here's a bit of a shorter one. I just wanted to mention it because it, it kind of caused a bit of a wave last year, I remember. They've done it again this year. And we're talking about Christmas dinner soup. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So in 2021, Heinz introduced their Christmas dinner soup. And it sold out online in three hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically like all of the Western traditional Christmas meal and particularly the U.K., Christmas meal, from what I understand, in a soup. Um, it has stuffing balls, Brussels sprouts, turkey. Due to demand, they made a bunch more this year, and they're offering a vegan variety. Again, I the reviews I read about it were very funny, because most people seem to be like, meh, yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> it's salty. <laughs> um, but just this whole idea I find very interesting. This is what I do for New Year's, though. I mean, essentially, I just... 
put all the New Year's ingredients for the traditional Southern meal in a soup pot and make a soup. So, yeah. Okay, so, so, so you understand the vibe, yeah. I understand the vibe. It's, like, easier. Mm-hmm. I am I am fascinated by the idea of of stuffing balls as yeah. a dumpling format because I had never I just never thought to do that and like as a you know like 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 rather enthusiastic enjoyer of matzo balls I'm like why not stuffing balls that's great I know that I mean I'm actually intrigued by this. I, I feel like, you know, you've got, you know what you're getting when you buy like a canned soup that has this. But mm-hmm. I bet you could make kind of a like home version. Could be pretty like. Yeah. Especially with solid. all of those like turkey leftovers. And like mm-hmm. you always have like all those good turkey bones. And it's like, yes. oh, what am I going to do with those? And yes. then, yeah, this sounds. Yes. I'm I'm a little reticent to put a Brussels sprout in a soup, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because the mm-hmm. way that I enjoy them most is like a good hard roast. Yeah. Like a, like a really solid crisp on them. And this mm-hmm. is clearly not what you're going to get. And also they have such bitterness that yeah. that I really enjoy that I don't want basically anywhere near a soup. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like like an alternate green, I could see being super tasty. Yeah. And I will say I'm I'm looking I'm on the lookout for Thanksgiving leftover or Christmas leftover holiday leftovers mm-hmm. recipe because I just leftovers make me anxious and I want to use them all so oh <laughs> <laughs> yes all right this brings us finally at last to ranch on a branch yes finally we have arrived finally oh and it's such a journey we're about to go on uh and also Lauren and I had a brief discussion about this we we might have just a whole offshoot of these mini bonus episodes. That's just what's going on with Ranch, um, yeah. Valley Ranch. <laughs> yeah, we had like a tiny bit of an existential crisis. Like, are we just becoming a ranch show? Is that yes. <laughs> what we're up to? And the answer is like, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't even talk about their like fifteen thousand dollar couch that they sold. Anyway, um, today we are talking about Ranch on a Branch, which is <laughs> huh. Hidden Valleys answer to Elf on a Shelf, which is, if you don't know, very briefly, I never did this as a kid, but I think it came along after. Yeah, I don't think it existed when we were children, so. Right. But basically, it's like this elf, I believe, comes out December 1st, and parents or guardians are supposed to move it every day, and it's like watching the children and reporting back. It It sounds very creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It comes with a little storybook, and and the, the, the concept is that it, you know, it sees you when you're sleeping it knows when you're awake um uh and it's telling santa whether you've been bad or good so mm-hmm. you know be good but but also like like parents can uh get in on the fun of like creating little mischievous right. tableau for yes <laughs> this elf to be a part of um yes. i think it's a creepy police state situation <laughs> but um yeah. uh but if but if you're again if you're into it, I wish you joy. Like if if yeah. this brings you joy, I want you to be into it. Go go for it. Yeah. Well, I do get a, I, I get a chuckle when I hear parents. I feel bad, but it also kind of makes me chuckle when they're like, "This elf on the shelf." I forget to move it. Then I have to like make up some excuse. It just sounds like a stressor to me. But some people really like it. Yeah, but I've also yeah. heard the kind of the judgment of like seeing parents do really well with it on Instagram oh. and feeling like <laughs> you're not. You're doing just fine. You are. You are. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. So, ranch on a branch. Yeah. Is 
their ranch, Hidden Valley Ranch's answer to this. Um, so it comes with a plushie named Ranchy, which is an anthropomorphic ranch bottle. Mm-hmm. It has Velcro hands mm-hmm. um, and, quote, loves shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a storybook that details how you can help Ranchy become a real bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. And it also comes with a uh, matching blanket. Oh, that's that's nice. Yep. Uh, here is the press release. It's time for your new holiday tradition, Ranch on a Branch. The limited edition collection features Ranchy and his accompanying printed storybook, Inspired by Ranch on a Branch, Hidden Valley Ranch is donating $30,000 to Feeding America to provide 300,000 meals to people in need this holiday season and beyond. And then they went on further. Sparked by the magic of the holidays, Ranch on a Branch was created to remind everyone to spread joy throughout the season. Those who purchase the collectible are asked to help Ranchy become a real bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch by moving them to a new spot each day as a reminder to spread joy to the people and animals in their life. All right, and it goes, I mean, it is a whole, we could do a whole backstory on Ranchy. Oh, yeah. Uh, because according to the company, you can activate him through acts of kindness, like playing Frisbee with the dog, which was a real example oh, that they gave. yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a good thing to do. Yes, and I also, got, kind of going back to your point, Lauren, I had a moment of like, if we want to examine the mindset of a living and moving bottle of ranch, that wants to become an inanimate object, an inanimate <laughs> bottle of ranch to be eaten. That's a different podcast. I mean, we yeah. talk about existential crisis. Right. I, I think that's one for, like, stuff to blow your mind. But I think, like, Robert and Joe need to look into that one. That is beyond our scope. <laughs> we should send them a note. Yeah. We send them a note. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to envision ranch on a branch... Like, is that a thing children would like, or is that for adults who like ranch? I don't know. Maybe it's both. I mean, I mean, kids are fans of ranch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let us know. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do wonder sometimes what, like, the demographic for some of Mm. these things are. Um, Right. And, and yeah, yeah. I, you know, who, who knows? Uh. Yeah. I anytime Hidden Valley Ranch does something wacky and comes out with something that's that's marked with a Hidden Valley Ranch lover stamp. Right. I'm like, good, good for you. I still want to do that horror story. Me and Ben Bolin talked about it. Who is this HVR Hidden Valley Ranch <laughs> lover? <laughs> um, you can see our first short we did mm-hmm. uh, for more information about that. Yeah. But yes, uh this sold out immediately, immediately. Um, and it's also not the first time they ventured into this holiday product nope. arena. Nope. Uh, in 2021, they released Ranch Nog. <laughs> um, <laughs> from their press statement, uh-huh. it, quote, marries the creamy, slightly sweet elements of eggnog with the savory, cool, and herby flavors of ranch. Okay. All right. So I, I like, like I heard, I, I read this word ranch nog and my whole brain just, just geared down just very quickly. Uh-huh. It made that like, whoom, 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 whoom kind of noise. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
so I had to look into it. And what they released here was this limited edition kit that contained little packets of, of, of ranch mix powder, um, some special glassware with that HVR LVR marked mm-hmm. on it, um, and the recipe for this drink. Um, which was not reported on until the Today Show <laughs> later <laughs> released the recipe, as far as I can tell from the timeline. To be fair, I did not look deeply into it. Um, mm. But okay, so um, so basic recipe, you're looking at um, equal parts mezcal and maple syrup, then some heavy cream and egg white, ginger juice, a little bit of ranch dressing mix, and garnishes of rosemary, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Okay. Okay. So it's like a nice frothy cocktail with these kind of like like warm, savory herbal notes and then like some some of that holiday spice flavoring. And actually it doesn't sound bad. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like I'm having a little trouble envisioning <laughs> it, but I do think it could work. I think it could work. Um and so, listeners, if you tried, if you tried ranch knock, yeah, let us know. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to make this. I'm willing to make this in my own home and mm. and tell y'all how it Ooh, goes. Yes, um, but I, it's also the kind of thing that I'm looking at and I'm going like, do you really need to add the ranch? Is that really <laughs> right? Would this yeah. would this be in fact better without the ranch? Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But well, I that's the test you'll have to do. Yeah, it's absolutely. Your journalistic integrity, we're depending <laughs> on now. Um, yeah. And speaking of, a final note. Yeah. Final note. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I also found this thing, listeners, called Mayo Nog. Um, uh huh. Which apparently uh, the company Hellman's uh, suggests you're supposed to swap out the eggs and eggnog for mayo. Mayo nog, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one produced a more visceral nope in me. Um, <laughs> I have to admit. Um, but then the more that I started thinking about it, the more I'm like, well, like mayo is really just like basically emulsified eggs. It's like pre-emulsified mm-hmm. eggs. So, I mean, there are other seasonings in there usually, um, but most of the time they're not supposed to be very strong. And so, like, so, like, I could see it working. Like, it might actually be, like, a really smart way to, like, save a step. Mm. Mmm. Yeah, I have. (laughs) I agree with you. I actually agree with you. Everyone knows my opinions on mayonnaise, but I do agree. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I, the mixing part I'm a little baffled by. Just consistency and flavorings but yeah. you know yeah. again if this is something you like and are into i'm all for it and, and it, if you've tried it again you gotta let us know oh, you really deeply need to let us know on 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 that <laughs> one yes uh yeah no i oh gosh <laughs> sorry this is one where the video aspect would be very it, funny <laughs> It would be. I, I I think I think we need to get the old snack stuff team back together. Yeah. Um if y'all never yeah. witnessed those, that was Annie filming me and Ben Bolin in the kitchen of our office bothering everyone deeply um as we <laughs> as Ben and I ate snacks. Um yes. <laughs> some of them were um 
quite unusual to our personal palates. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. some of my friends still still like gleefully show new people the one where we ate that heckin death chip. Um, yeah, the super what spicy. A day. What a day! Yeah. It came in a coffin, listeners. Yeah, like a mini coffin. <laughs> 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 Not a full-sized coffin. Not a full-sized coffin, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. What an experience. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, just let us know. We need you. <laughs> we need you, listeners. <laughs> Anything that we missed, any oh, yeah. experience with any of this stuff. Yeah. Any of your please. own uh, uh, homemade concoctions that yeah. might make people go, Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and speaking of our lovely listeners, um, we got some extremely exciting uh, physical listener mail recently. Um, uh, listener uh, Aaron sent us some custom D&D dice yes. that have old tiny pastries inside them. Yes, they are so, so cute. They are beautiful. They're wonderfully done. If you want to see pictures of them, uh, Aaron tagged us on Instagram. You can find Aaron um at slide into my DMs RPG or at the website slide into my DMs RPG.com. Uh, also patreon.com, patreon.com slash slide into my DMs RPG. It's really beautiful work. It is so cute. I love them. I can't wait to use them. <laughs> pastries inside, everybody. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. All you listeners are the best. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, I, yes. y'all, y'all do so good. I I can't wait until we get to play D and D again, and it's like a a very important role. Oh yeah, and some very serious situation, some yes. like like life or death. Like you're about yes. to perm the whole party, and like you bust yes. out the pastry dice. Yeah. Yes, and it's like everybody's watching as this like beautiful purple sheen kind of dice with a a cake in the middle, <laughs> goes up, comes down, and then is hopefully a twenty. But it could be one. You never know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> That's the like the, the shortcake has betrayed me again. <laughs> Why? I think Aaron's dice is going to have a lot of good luck for us. That's what. <laughs> That's what I'm going to choose to believe. Although we're on opposing sides, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Opposing, yeah. I, like, I'm hoping kinda. that you roll a one every time. Sorry. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> well, we will we'll report back about this because mm-hmm. this is amazing. And we're always so happy that so many of you write in and are like, I also play D&D, so love the D&D facts. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Great gifts. If you're looking for a gift mm-hmm. for the nerd in your life. Um, and thank you again, Aaron. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, as always, listeners, if you would like to contact us, we do love hearing from you. Uh, our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at saverpod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. 
So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is home to a thriving culinary scene based on products and traditions from the native Taino, African, and Spanish peoples that have influenced it. When you go, there are a host of restaurants, bars, breweries, distilleries, farms, and coffee houses to dig into, from five-star experiences to local favorites. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.